This is the episode 100. We live, baby. This is the episode right here. We told y'all we had a surprise. We've been putting on some work. We got the equipment, so we live here today. Well, tonight, shout out to Bubble Cools for hooking us up with food. We're going to work on something with a sponsorship or something like that. But, of course, I'm joined here by my man to the left of me. Yo, I'm really getting my stuff messed up. To the right of me. I got CJ Moneybags in the building. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. We off that bubble coos right now, so you know the stomach full. The stomach is full. We had that mambu sauce too. Shout yeah. out to DC. I know? don't know if people know about mambu sauce, but it's like a sweet ketchup with some. I can't even get into it right now, but go yeah, get that mambu sauce. Don't plug them just yet. Nah, yeah, nah. But for real though, shout out bubble coos because they they definitely hooked us up. Um, but yeah, man, life is good. Tomorrow Friday. Facts. Of course, to the right, we joined by Greg, Mr. Hot Takes, debate your mother, sends me as in the building. Yeah, bro. It's, it's weird. It's weird to be in person right now. I'm not gonna lie. This feels a little different, but um, no, it's dope. And and, and you know, shout Bubble Cools really did hook shit up. I got I got like 400 wings. <laughs> no, I got like 400 wings. So nah, man, they took care of us. But um, it's good. It's good to be in person. I'm excited about this show for real. And of course, we are joined by the smooth operator. Y'all can't see the waves right now. We're going to work on the camera angle. But Mr. Miles, left-handed smooth operator Davenport is in the building. How are you doing tonight, man? How are you treating the ladies? I'm doing good. I don't have the waves right now, but that might be why I'm a little slow with the ladies right now. All right. So, so you, it makes sense. You slow with the ladies and Nick's on the losing streak at all. At all. <laughs> A one-game losing streak. It all. See, all right. Lakers fan, he happy as hell that they, they snuck one out that night. <laughs> hey, a win is a win. Bro. You're right, you're right. Y'all supposed to win that Lakers game. Play, Lakers played championship defense, bro. That was exactly. a great win. Two elite. Like, the, Knicks, the Knicks are for real. <laughs> but that, that was like the little brother. Like, y'all play good D, but let's, let's show you know, them. You know why Knicks lost that game, right? Yeah, they ain't yeah. boxed out. It's on D-Rose head. No, it's, it's that, but like also, we need to announce besides Julius Randle to be taking shots in the last two minutes of the game. But well, we can talk about that later, I guess. Get Zach Levine or something. For real, for real. Well, we're gonna start off. We left off with this last episode. We talked about it. Draft out of all the picks, there was not any picks from an HBCU selected. The last time an HBCU player was selected was in 2020, seventh round, Lachavius Simmons by the Bears. Most of the black colleges, obviously, this year, they were shut down because of COVID. What do y'all think 
can be done, if anything, to try to get some more HBCU prospects into the league? So I, I, I've never heard like a really great HBCU program before. You know, like I as far as Grambling and Southern, right? And, and so you know more than I do because I haven't even heard of them. So I can't even act like you know. I mean, obviously, there's there's reasons why HBCUs are disadvantaged. That's 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 overall. That's not even about football. So um, we can talk about that. That's one of the podcasts. But yeah, we're going to talk about from a sports perspective. There's a lack of resources in HBCUs anyways overall. So, you know, it's it's not like they have access to all the same, you know, things, right? Like all the same resources. You don't, you don't have, like, the brand-new locker rooms, the new fields, you know, all that stuff. And so it's tougher to get coaches out there. Now, that being said, if it, I think they'll find you where you're at. If you're that good, they're going to find you regardless. So um, I, I'd, I'd like to think at some point that that'll break. I don't, how long ago was that? And You said 20? 2020. Oh, so last year, but seventh round is what Yeah, it was. seventh round. It was three players already that's been signed in free agency um, that were undrafted. So they're getting in there. It's just a matter of fact, like we saw one of the bigger names, Deion Sanders, who obviously is a coach yeah. now for yeah. HBCU. He went on a nice little rant explaining how this can't happen anymore. But as you mentioned, though, it's they're disadvantaged as is. So yeah. you, you saw the Alabamas and the top colleges still able to have seasons. Yeah. The whole MEAC conference didn't have, which is one of their stronger conferences, like the Morgan States and whatnot. They didn't even have a whole season because of COVID. They couldn't afford to be able to still do that. So yeah. I think that's more of the what, you know, caused the HBCU players not to be picked up, mainly because of COVID. But, I mean, this isn't per se new. Yeah, like, it's not like out of seven rounds and 256 picks that they're picked often anyway. I, I was going to say, too, like, the, the real question is going to be about how you see in basketball um, – Mikey Williams is gonna try. Was thinking about going to HBCUs. Like, is that even gonna start happening? Right. The top, the top players in the country start going to HBCUs and start committing there. Right. If that starts happening, then that's whole, it's a whole different conversation now. Because now you're, you're gonna have the money. You're gonna have the funds to play, no matter what the circumstances are. Because sponsors are gonna want to back your program when you have players that good. Yeah, but at the same time, like you just touched on it. Like, yeah, if I'm the top player and I consider going to an HBCU, you already mentioned the fact that. Hey, they don't have that those locker rooms mm-hmm. to attract you to go there. They don't have the fan base to attract you to go there. You're gonna go and play in, you know, pretty much in front of D three fans, or you know, we maybe get you know 500 people come out to your game, or do you want to play in front of 50,000? Um, so it's that too. Just the exposure that you're gonna get at a HBCU isn't the same as you're gonna get as an LSU in Alabama. Um, so that makes it difficult as well. Yeah, one of the most well known HBCU alums. Doug Williams, who now is a senior advisor for Washington football team, he said, it's hard to believe that not one guy is worthy of being drafted. That, to me, that's a travesty. Hopefully we can fix it. We'll see what happens in the future. I don't think, you know, it's going to be anything that changes drastically. We're all first-round HBCU player from Graham. No, it's not happening because it's just – there is viewed completely differently. Like, we're going to keep it a stack here. Like, the HBCU competition isn't – on the same level as in Alabama. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure there's people there though that can like, I right, man, this boy can play in this league. I mean, oh, look at course. look at Darius Leonard on the Colts, linebacker, all pro. He came from an HBCU. There's, South Carolina there's State. Be, yeah, there's gotta be a few more of him that that people are just missing out on. Yeah, I just think they're going this is how the scouts view it though. They're gonna look at it. Uh, I'm not gonna take the person from Morgan State, I'm gonna take the person that played against Alabama, Clemson as competition. So I think I completely it's a agree. fair point too, though. 
I completely agree. There's definitely some people that's talented that can play. Just like you look at in basketball, there's some players that's in D3. Duncan Robinson, mm-hmm. yeah. great example. Not the highest level of basketball, but he's in the league doing his thing right now. Some might say he's struggling, you know, because he's not in a bubble, but that's a whole other conversation right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Transitioning, though, one of the other topics that we talked about that kind of had Greg riled up. His hair was standing up. It wasn't on the curly wave anymore. When we was talking about Tim Tebow. So Tim Tebow is back in the league. I just want to read the quote from Urban Meyer. He says, we have not signed Tim as of yet. He clarified this on a Chris Collinworth's uh, podcast. He was in the best shape of his life. Asked to see if he could work out with a couple of our coaches. Urban Meyer says he wasn't even there. They came back to him and said, wow, this guy's incredible shape. He looks like he's 18 years old, not 20, whatever he is, 33. So it's a whole love fest going on in Jacksonville. Supposedly Tim Tebow looks in the greatest shape. He looks like he's 18, graduating from Montclair State. What's y'all take? So I want Greg to go first because I know you started sweating. We saw the sweat marks on your shirt just hearing Tim Tebow's back in the league. It's, it's not even – yo, Tim Tebow could very well be in the best shape of his life. They, they, I don't think they're lying. That, that guy's a great athlete. He's one of the, they, they say he's the greatest college quarterback of all time. Now, is that the case? I know a lot of people that would argue that's not true, but he was a good, he was a great winner. He won a lot, right? He was a good, great competitor. So I respect him as an athlete, but the idea that he can step away from the game and, and not step away from the game, be forced out of the game because he just wasn't good enough to play quarterback. Um, and then come back on a whim because he knows uh, he knows a guy. And it's not just a guy. It's the head coach of the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have a connection. But it's ridiculous. It just reeks of it reeks of nepotism. It reeks of – and even though they're not family, like I know that uh, Urban Meyer views him as a son, right, as a headline that was out there. So it this is a merit-based business. Football is a merit-based business. Sports is a merit-based business. It's, not, it's more than – you know. it's, it's all about – you, you, but you earn what you get. You earn your keep. So the idea that he can just step back in the league because his guy got a coaching job is ridiculous. And it, it there's so the Tim Tebow thing is so layered because I don't know if some fans would be irritated by it, but I know a lot of fans that would love it because he struck a lot of chords people. He was likable. He was a Christian. White. I'm telling, I'm telling you, he's going to be the greatest chaplain the NFL has ever Christian seen. White, bro, like, but super, like super Christian though. Like to the point John three sixteen on his face every game. Yeah, and like that—that strikes a chord with the evangelical crowd, and and I'm, and that's like religion aside. Religion plays a part in this. Like it's, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it, it matters. It He's matters. still in the uh, the Bible Belt area too, since he's gonna be in Florida. So big. It's going it's gonna work out for them. Um, yeah. I'd be intrigued though to see. Like I want to know what the over under is on him getting catches this season, because whatever it is, I'm taking the under. He, he, he ran off a route to the flat with the Jets and got hit in his head. He, he, when he dropped back from the quarterback in mean, his first practice with the Broncos, he threw a ball that went two yards. Like, it's it's tough. It's tough. Like, you want – he's a likable – he's a likable guy, although he seems out of touch. Some of the things he said on first take have been troubling. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's cra- it's just crazy to me how this all how it's all working out right now. He's going to get in the league and get embarrassed. He's going to try to block somebody he shouldn't try to block. It's gonna go badly, or he, he should make their roster. But the Jaguars are they interested in being a serious football team? No, this is why Urban Meyer is gonna be out in two years. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, people are letting him do what he wants. And here's the problem that I have with it this has been, you know, weighing on me since the last time we all had spoke about it. Yeah, it, 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 it really does put weight on you because 
it goes it goes beyond football at the end of the day because mm-hmm. it goes about what we talked about with Urban Meyer feeling like he can do what he wants to do because he's white. He feels like he could hire that coach because uh, he has a relationship with him and you know dismisses the fact that that coach was racist, right? And and dismisses the the allegations uh, that were made against him. But my father sent me something earlier today from the good brother Mark Hill, a uh, host of BET News, and um, and still don't have a team. Still haven't signed it. We could talk about the third string quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles last year, uh, Richard Rodgers, right? Richard Rodgers caught three touchdowns last year on, I think, what was it, 28 receptions, 24 receptions? Talk about uh, Trey Burton. We all remember him from the Chicago Bears. He had some touchdowns last year. He had, he had two or three touchdowns last year on similar receptions, I think 24 receptions with the, with the Colts. So, I mean, we had people that played games in 2020, and team, Tim Tebow hasn't played in years, and he's getting a shot before people that scored touchdowns last year. Right. That don't sit right with me. No, that's facts. That's facts. I don't know. I mean, Miles, you stand down. I don't want to go into the ring. <laughs> I mean, it's unfortunate that, like, Tebow, like you said, he's a very likable guy, but this is one of those situations where he's not a fit in the NFL anymore. Like, he came in the league as a quarterback, first round somehow, then didn't pan out. Wanted, they wanted you to switch positions to, like, what, fullback or something? Mm-hmm. Didn't work out there, so you retired, went to play baseball. Now it's almost like a sideshow. Like, it doesn't even seem like it has anything to do with football at this point. It's like, oh, we're going to keep giving him chances to come in the league, and maybe he'll show something, maybe he won't, but it's Tim Tebow. we gotta got to give him a shot. So I don't get it. I don't understand why people love to give him a shot in the NFL when his first and second stint didn't really work out at all. So, And it's not like he's young. He's 33, like you said. So, The other, the other thing that I point out with that, too, is like he had a chance to stay in the league. He chose not to, like, now nah, I'm going to play quarterback, mm-hmm. which is fine. Go ahead, be stubborn, you know, believe in yourself, bet in yourself, all that good stuff. But it's not much to bet on when you're Tim Tebow playing quarterback. But he wanted to bet on himself. Oh my God. So That's right. Because well, he wanted to play with the Jets as quarterback. Yeah. It didn't work out, so they so just had like, to run some routes. Like, how did he get another chance? This guy stubbornly said no to the NFL. No, I'm not switching positions, which is fine. That's great. Believe in yourself. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ. That's great. But even Jesus was probably looking at him like, bro, <laughs> this is not your Don't go there. <laughs> this is not your purpose. They don't play by the same rules in Gemini, though. White people don't play by the same rules. Of course. Of course. It's not the same. It's a lot of white listeners. I I hope, you know, know, Frank, I I would like to think that you guys don't take this the wrong way when I say this, but it's 100% true. This is a whole different set of rules that white people play by, that black people don't play by, that that black people don't get to play by. We don't have that luxury. So um, it's all a big reminder of that. That's what you were talking about from that uh, Mark Hill quote. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. In corporate America, same thing, right? You get leapfrog for that promotion by some, by your white counterpart who may not deserve it as much. Or you know, it, it's just it's the same thing. It's it reeks of that. So it's no different. Sports is a microcosm of life. So him getting a shot to play a tight end, it, bro, it doesn't. He ran a force. He ran like what did he run like four seven? Four seven, yeah. He, that's not, it like, was in the four still. I thought it was like five. So no, no, it was five. He could run a little bit, but five is ridiculous. Oh, I was capping. Bottom line is racism <laughs> is still alive and well in the NFL. Like, like, it, it's alive and well in the world. There you go. Alive and well in the world. It, I tell people this all the time. 
what us four do is the hardest thing in the world. Oh, being a podcast? No, being black. That's one of the hardest things to do in this world is being a black man. You don't you don't get much leeway. It's not much of a leash you could do. No. Your life is on the line, Dagner, every day when you wake up, go outside the door. You don't know what's gonna happen. You just pray everything work out well, and that's it. But a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't put themselves in our shoes and have that empathy. But trust and believe, we love our white listeners. We love y'all. We love we just educating y'all, just letting y'all know what it is. Y'all have it way better than y'all than than we do. Y'all probably might have four thousand followers already if it was y'all podcast, but that's a whole nother whole nother story like that. <laughs> Would y'all tune in? They said it's gonna be a 30-30 on Tebow. This man played with Aaron Hernandez in college. He turned into a pastor, won a playoff game, went to be an analyst, wasn't good at it, played baseball for six years, then comes back and plays tight end for the Jaguars. I would. 100%. That's a movie. Yeah. That's a movie. And it, it doesn't, that's the sad thing about it. He doesn't need football anymore. Football's already passed him by, but he's still trying to chase this dream like a 10-year-old, bro. Like, it, it's it's just, yo, you've making this bread and you're on college game day. You're, you're, he's not bad at breaking down the game. You know what he's talking about. Bro, I used right? to love waking up on Saturday mornings, and I'm, I'm not trying to cap, like, I didn't go listen to college game day to listen to Tim Tebow, but when he was on it, he was speaking facts because he was speaking from his experience playing college football and being a dog as a college football quarterback. Like he he had a good career. He he did a you know a great he, career. He, he, yeah, ESPN. No, I'm talking about broadcasting. Yeah, great career. All right, all right. Bro, he was he was probably Yo, getting to the bag. Honestly, what he really should have just did. You could have stopped it at the pass apart. He could have just been a young Joe Osteen and ran a mega church. And not let people into and not let people, not let people get refuge in there when there's a giant flood, too. That exactly. Yeah. Even we baseball, he, he milked that for six years. <laughs> yeah. Mets gave him a little contract. It's not like he was just doing that for two years. Yeah. I mean, he kept that thing going for six years. What? He's a stubborn baseball. man. Yeah. I think it's safe to say he's a stubborn man. Is he married? No, nah, he got to be. <laughs> he got to be. It's no way. I don't know. I, I'm on, I, I just got to be married. I'm just saying, shout out to whoever Mrs. Tebow is, because that's one stubborn dude. Hey, and don't don't think this is a knock on Tim Tebow, because because it's not. Again, this is this isn't Tim Tebow's fault. It's it's the people that allow this to happen, him to make those leaps without having to go through proper protocols and whatnot, and 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 pay his dues like the rest of the people. Oh, I'm knocking him because he shouldn't even be trying this. He know better. Mm. He taking advantage of that because I I I, I know Urban Meyer. He he know darn well. He shouldn't he shouldn't be no tight end. He shouldn't he be knows. a fullback. He he shouldn't be a quarterback. Come on, bro. He knows. He, he not good enough to tie nobody's cleats on that field right now. No. But he knew I got a man in I got a man inside the office. A Florida man. A Florida man. I'm I'm good. I'm straight. I'm. That's when you know you got the you got the person at at school. You about to get in trouble, but you know the security guard. <laughs> Shout yeah. out Mr. Evans, best security guard out there. Hey Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> Let me slide you a couple of dollars and we straight, right? Yeah. All right, bet. Yeah. That's what it is, bro. It's, just, it's, it's sad, but it's true. The NFL schedule has been released now. Um, we're not gonna go into all 17 weeks because that'd be too much time right there. Uh that's a whole like length pocket. But we trust and believe we're gonna touch on it. We're gonna have a whole fantasy show because I know I've been getting a lot of people. That come to my jobs like, oh, that's a podcast. Do y'all do fantasy? So we're going to add fantasy in. 
because you know it's always some some money in that. But trust and believe. Once we start though, I'm gonna set a disclaimer. Do not hit us up when you losing money. Do not hit us up when you can't pay your mortgage. Benchmop ain't got nothing to do with that. So I'm gonna set that disclaimer. This is all our opinions and what we believe. Now, if y'all win money off of that, y'all should do what they do in church. You got to give a 10% tie to the Bitch Mob podcast. <laughs> Throw that out yeah. there. What is some of the intriguing week one matchups for y'all? Of course, you know, everybody's already talking about the Cowboys, Bucks. You know, you got the Jets, Panthers, Sam Darnold revenge game. What's the biggest games that's sticking out to you from this week one? I'd say the Browns, Chiefs game. Yes, sir. Because those are the two best teams in the AFC right now, I th- in my opinion. Like, now you get to see Baker a second year after he, he had a bounce back year last year. So, let's see what you can do. You're getting your weapons back. Odell's back. They built this defense around you to hold teams to, to little points. So, let's see let's see what he does. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's, that's the game that's on my radar, even when the Bengals are playing. Even even when Joey B coming back from an injury, listen, stop it. I'm I'm thinking of, I'm thinking about <laughs> Baker Mayfield and just because of the leap he made last year, and again coming back with a healthy Odell Beckham, right? Donovan Peoples Jones looked good last year, and it, like we're not even talking about Jarvis Landry. They got some other pieces on their offense. Nick Chubb, um, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, like they're they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Um, I'm excited to see their defense too, how Jadavion Clowney plays because he's playing for that contract, um, that future contract, I should say. But Patty Mahomes, we know what he does. And they uh, just picked up that boy from Clemson, Powell, um, to replace Sammy Watkins. So, I mean, they're going to have some pieces as well too. So that's going to be a great game because that could be a, a future playoff game down the line. Yeah. What do you got to say? The Cowboys don't deserve a prime time game. Yeah, no. But you know, you know, you know the vibes though. The Cowboys, how many years they keep still getting the prime time Thursday Thanksgiving game? You don't really want to watch it. You already the, the turkey done gone bad. That's tradition, and you got to exactly it's tradition. It's tra- but again, we already had discussion. This is America's team. It's tradition. It's tradition. It's tradition. Yes, they do because America is trash. <laughs> <laughs> like America is bad, bro. Like. While we on the Thanksgiving game, my sister sent it to me today of, of the, the teams that are going to be playing. And I was – I mean, it's the Cowboys again. Of course. I know we all sick of seeing them lose. Well, so it was the the Bills, which – the Bills Saints. I ain't mad at that. Josh Allen's going to do his thing. Hopefully, Jameis does his thing. And then it was the uh, the Lions and, and the Bears. I mean, we excited to see Justin Fields, I'm sure, see how he does in his rookie year. But, hey, they got to – two teams that they got to stop putting in are the Lions and the Cowboys. You got to switch it up. They're going to keep that going, unfortunately. Like I said, unfortunately. Greg, first game, Broncos-Giants. Broncos got a pretty solid defense. What are you predicting? Daniel Jones throwing four touchdowns, 350 yards. How, how is this first game going to go? That's going to win. I, don't, I, I think the Giants will win that game. I, I think the Giants are going to win at least 10 games this year. I think any less – if they don't win any more – if they don't win more than 10 games, the heads are going to roll. Like – Gettleman's gonna get fired, and I love what Gettleman's done. I think he's done a good job. I, I, I said it on the podcast. If you put that oh no behind it on TikTok, I, and bro, I'm, this last I'm, this guy's been doing a good job since that first year. His first year was bad. Every year has been good. I'll, I'll stand on that. But um, yeah, I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win that game. Um, all the new weapons they have. And I, I look, the Broncos actually have a pretty good backfield. 
The Broncos aren't bad defensively at all, like you mentioned. But Patrick Sertan, no. But there's ways the Giants can beat. The Giants can run the ball. They can play any type of game you want to play now. I, even if Daniel Jones is struggling, let's just say he's struggling. Which he probably will be. No, he won't. But ground and pound. Let's just say. You gotta go. <laughs> with, with Saquon, there's a crazy stat out there. And I'm, I'm going to go off the top of my head. He's going to be the exact right numbers. You can look it up. With Saquon, Daniel Jones is a significantly better quarterback. He has like 23 touchdowns to like six interceptions. Without him, he's got like a 17 to 10 ratio. Like of course. I'm I'm 30 times better with my wife. So what you saying? <laughs> See, you trying to make a joke. I'm so up. With all these weapons they have, bro, all Daniel Jones has to do is game manage. And I know he's so much more talented than that. I know he's better than that. He can make all the throws that game managers can't make. So I'm predicting a big year. I think the Giants are going to win that game. They can run away with it. That defense is going to give. And if Drew Locke is a quarterback, now if they get Aaron Rodgers, let's have a different conversation. But if Drew Locke is the quarterback, what about Teddy? Then if Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback, they're going to give Teddy Bridgewater a hard time too. I, I don't think they'll be able to keep up point for point. Who? The Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. Did you? Did you? Did you see? Calm down, bro. You, <laughs> he's about to snap my neck. Who? <laughs> did you? Did you see? Did you see what Russell Wilson last year? The Giants defense. This, Giants, this defense is not a fluke, and it got better. Oh no, that wasn't a fluke. That wasn't a fluke. They they confused that. Stop. Man. Yo, do you watch the you watch the game, bro? They confused that man. He was it was. It had was nothing really to do with the offensive line. line. Real life struggling, huh? Nothing had to do with the offensive line. They were getting, line. they were sacking him, but they were just dropbacks where he was just throwing it into nothing. Like they were, that's that's really what it was out there. He was throwing it into nothing. Like that Giants defense is real. They got better this offseason. They're gonna be healthy. Yo, man, on defense and offensive and team, I expect the Giants to win that game. It's gonna be a good first game to get it warmed up, and then we'll take off from there. We got some hard ones too on the schedule. What I saw, of course, we we definitely gonna talk about the full schedule. What y'all think about this Packers Saints game? A lot of people been talking about it. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the starting quarterback week one? That's the question. Because yes. if it, it, what you say? I don't think. It, yeah. You don't think so? No, I just I just couldn't hear you. Said that's a what? All I said was yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> I thought you said something else. I don't think because <laughs> I don't. I don't think anybody's going to tune in for a Jordan Love and Jameis Winston matchup. I think they put both games on. T- I think they put the Packers, Saints, and Giants, Broncos on on primetime TV, the afternoon games, in case they have to flex one out because Aaron Rodgers gets moved. The Broncos are on TV, and the, the, Broncos, the Giants only have that game on flex, on primetime TV in case. Aaron Rodgers is traded to the trade to the Broncos. So that's why I know those rumors are real. That's why I think this, this is my conspiracy theory. I just think that's exactly what they're doing. For real, I think that no, it's, they're, it's prepared, not a bad idea. they're prepared to make a switch at the drop of a dime. If he is traded before week one, they're going to flex the other game and put it on. I more. think they're doing that even if he's not traded. If he just says, I'm not playing, the NFL is about their money. So we're going, all right, well, that's, that's cool. Aaron Rodgers don't got to play. We gonna put a better game on for the better product because nobody's nobody is watching Jordan Love yeah. and he might be a lead. I would watch Jordan. I would tune in. I wouldn't watch. I want to see how he plays. I want to see how he plays. I mean, I mean a first round pick. So yeah, exactly. You want to look? It's it's gonna be interesting. And look, <laughs> if Jordan Love is bad in Wisconsin, please someone get to get him get him the national guard, get him security. It's it's hard enough being black everywhere, but being black in Wisconsin <laughs> and being bad at football. You might not make it. So I hope for him he's good. I hope he does well. Next one, before we transition, Jets at Panthers. How do you see this game going now? Uh, Looking gonna... at Sam Darnold. We'll take a seat for this one. This is going to be for Looking at Zach Wilson with this matchup. Sam Darnold, 
He's already came out and said it's circled on his calendar. He got something special for them. <laughs> I don't think he said that. You, you're making, <laughs> making that up. That, that's a, that doesn't even sound like something Sam would say. So, he got some work for you guys. He's in a different mindset now. So went to Carolina. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's different. Drinking that Cam Newton juice. Mm. <laughs> pause. <laughs> that's a big pause. Honestly, I think it's going to be a, a very interesting game. It would have been better if it was in MetLife, but – they didn't want to do that to Sam. First they, game. Is it? They don't. They don't play. They're going to Carolina to play. Him. Oh yeah, but I'm saying they don't. The Panthers will come back. They wouldn't play him twice. So no, no, no. You know what I'm going. They might play y'all at home, but they play us at home. They play us at home. Oh, we, we play on the Metlife. But I think. Of course, they're going to compare the two quarterbacks after this one game, even though it's only one game. Like you can't judge Zach Wilson if he plays well if he plays bad off of this one game. It's, mm-hmm. That's what it is, but. The all eyes are going to be on Sam because mm-hmm. now he's got the weapons. Now he's got – he's away from Adam Gates, which, I mean, any player that's away from him seems to do well. So I'm rooting for him, not on week one, but I'm rooting for him to do well. And I think he's going to have a good bounce back year. But I think that the right decision was to go with Zach Wilson, reset everything, and, and build around him the right way because we know that Sam wasn't – used or developed the right way in New York. Yeah. It's, it's a good chance that Sam has a big day. It's a we'll good see. chance Sam goes crazy. I'm thinking at least two touchdowns. I'm thinking oh, yeah, I mean that's like a look. Two touchdowns in like day. I mean yeah he did throw two touchdowns easy. We got we got DJ Moore, uh Robbie, Robbie Anderson, uh McCaffrey. Who was also a former Jet that he throw two touchdowns I never understood why. <laughs> no. I never understood why they let him go. Their defense isn't their deep the Jets defense wasn't rebuilt in this draft. It's, that's the that's the problem spot. It's the defense, so he's gonna have a field day. I mean, we picked up some pieces in the offseason. Carl Lawson ain't gonna do it for you, big fella. I mean, I, I don't know if the offense. You wanted him so bad to come back, but now you wanna. Well, he didn't sack Daniel Jones. I'll say that when we played him, so he didn't touch Daniel Jones. I love how it always comes back to Danny Dobbs. <laughs> first, 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 first of all, so, Daniel Jones didn't still, even play that game, so we didn't even have, yeah, didn't did. play the whole yeah, game. No, he did. He didn't. Colt McCoy came in for the whole like second half. No, he did not. He came in for the fourth quarter. That was the best, that no, was the Col- best option. Colt McCoy definitely came in in the third quarter. <laughs> he came in the, he no, came pull in. it up. He came he in in the third quarter. I'm telling okay, you. He said the whole second half. Now thirds. What is it? Mo- <laughs> <laughs> I but you said he didn't play to the fourth. What is it? It's the third. Well, I was gonna say this. Uh-huh. My head is still stuck on the fact that this dude, man, this man said that um, Daniel, that Daniel's not gonna throw more than 23 touchdowns. It was 22. No, he said 23, but disrespect. Who? Disrespect. It could happen. It's not going to happen. If he gets benched, he's not going to reach it. You think he's going to get benched? He's not getting benched. Who's he, he getting benched for? You don't even think he's going to get benched. What's the over-under he's on his shattered. interceptions? What's the over-under on his uh, turnovers in general? Interceptions and fumbles. What do you think is going to be? 18. 12. I say, I, 12 well, I say 15 18. 18. I'm going to go 15. No, no. 15 to 18. No, yeah. 12 in total. 15 to 18. I, I'm right there with you. David hasn't played one – hasn't played – Two, two years consecutively in the same system with the same coach. This is his first time. Dang. Yeah, but I think he's going to take a lot of chances time. now that he has see, some you weapons. You see how Greg moved differently, though, right? It's excuses for the for the white quarterback. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't doing this for Cam when when he put him top 10. He was like, are you crazy? No, 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 that's different. That's different. Chill out, chill out. You just threw me under the bus low key. You threw me under the bus low key. He thought he thought he was helping no, me out. That was a deleted episode. I, 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 <laughs> he put that out. 
Aired me out. No, no, it's not excuses though. It's reasons. It's reasons why this man has not been the been. He's not. He hasn't looked like a six overall pick since year one. Year one, he did look like a six overall pick outside of the fumble. He shouldn't have been a six pick to begin with. That's the big story. If he fumbled all that, he got another six pick. Hey, now now you can justify it. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins didn't work out. You can justify it. You can just and and tag Dwayne. You had to name Dwayne though. What? What? You got a name, Dwayne? Well, I'm gonna kick a black man while he done. Shut up! <laughs> that's crazy. This supposed to be the most woke person on our show. Tag. That's crazy. No, hey, Dwayne, if you want to hop on any time, it just be us three. We no. won't have them on. Can never it's, hop the, on. it's the it's the ills. I'm it's I'm, curtains for him. I'm an equal opportunity guy. Like, I give everybody a shot. Okay, Daniel Jones has shown me enough flashes throughout his, his first three years for me to believe he's in a ball this year. Just wait, yo. When I'm right, bro, y'all not gonna want to see me. I'm telling you. Greg, really Greg, the, Greg, the type of guy that's big like he, blue through and through. He does these pep talks in the mirror about Daniel Jones. Uh, I really don't have to. Big year for us, baby. We got this. We they, don't do it. They gave Daniel Jones everything that you guys should have given to Sam Darnold. Right. And now we're gonna see if he, we're gonna see. It. Now it's time to see Chris Lemon. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do really well. Wait. And, what? I got. A, I got a real question before we move on. You got a um, New York Giants onesie at home pajamas. <laughs> I'm just asking. Is that what you? He, like, he, first of all, he he want to bring up the Bengals. How are you a Bengals? Joey be the truth, and you know it. Before he was was there, <laughs> Joey be the truth. The Bengals like, practice like a high school field. What 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 did that even come from? <laughs> Joey be the truth, and you know it. Comeback season. Andy Dalton was their quarterback. He's on narcotics. Andy bro. Dalton went to the playoffs five years straight. Marvin Lewis, no, Marvin Lewis was the playoffs five years. No, not Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton was the quarterback who was making all the plays. What are you talking about? Sidebar, complete sidebar, right? Were you a fan of Marvin Lewis being fired? Yes. Me? Yes, it was time for a change. It was too long. He's been there too long. We needed a reset. What an organization that is as horrible as they have been run forever. He got that team to the playoffs. How long? How many times? How many playoff wins did he have? It doesn't matter. Yo. What do you mean it doesn't matter? No, you're at the bottom of the barrel. You don't get listen. The first of all, levels. the Bengals were levels. ten times worse before Marvin Lewis came along. He's making my point for me. <laughs> so I'm saying that man should have been should have been more have more you should have more respect for Marvin Lewis. He had he actually just another chance in the NFL. It is, but at the time of time at, at the same time, we needed we needed a new direction. We like we was doing the same old things. He he didn't he we thought Andy Dalton was our guy. We needed to get both of them out of there. No, we needed to go one of them. No. His, his, he has red hair. If, if Andy Dalton was still our quarterback right now, I'd be so mad. And if, exactly. You'd be more mad having Andy Dalton there right now than you would have than you would if we had Marvin Lewis there. Marvin Lewis stabilized a terrible situation. You know how hard that is to do with coaching in any sport? And especially in football where there's no sport where coaching matters more. And he went there and did that? And Yo, that is it's so impressive. I, I, it took me a while to realize that, by the way. Towards the end of his tenure, I was like, yo, this dude deserves more respect. He doesn't get enough. What? And who did they hire? Zach Taylor. Oh my. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor, really. Zach Taylor, like Nick Serena. What's his name? Dude from the Eagles? Yes. Nah, you bugging and you know it. Stop it. <laughs> he probably showed up to the interview in a, in a sweatsuit. <laughs> you a clown. Bro, nah. You really want. We had AJ Green and we had Andy Dawn. He stabilized a terrible situation. He went in there. You, you, don't, you don't think he has something to say with those picks? I'm sure. I'm sure he definitely did. But I'm saying he's not the sole reason. You, you said he was the reason. 
If Let's move on, man. Thank, Marvin, we're not had, talking about the Bengals. If you had Marvin Lewis, you had uh, Joey B right now, you'd be in a better situation. That's all I'm saying. I disagree. Transition and flag on the play. <clears throat> First one, accept or decline. J. Cole will be playing for the Rwandan team in the African Basketball League. Accept or decline. Just give me the album. Just give me the album tonight. I ain't really. I, I'm. That's cool. He's chasing his dreams, but give me the album. You see him at, at Chris Brinkley runs? Yeah. He who? He's not. He's he can play. Yo, if you watch the documentary that he put on YouTube, he basically said it. He was like. He was deciding to party, drink, and smoke, and decided last minute, all right, I'm going to get serious with this music thing. And he realized, like, yo, he said, he was like, yo, all I was doing was really just dribbling, trying to imitate Allen Iverson. And that's why I didn't go far, because I wasn't putting in the time and the hours. So shout out to him. I I don't think it parlays into like some masterpiece situation where he's in the league, but I think he plays Sunday. I'm going to probably tune in, check them stat line out, see how he's doing. I think he's going to get like 15, 20 over in Africa, do his thing. No. Working with Brickley. He, he might, he might. He might get 15, 20, bro. bro. He's not I didn't bad. say he was going to be an efficient 15, 20. Yeah, but how, how serious is the league that he's playing? That's the question. I don't, I don't know. know. We'll find We'll find out on Sunday. This is one of the like the expansion leagues that the NBA is trying to do like to make the game more globalized. Because they see players like Joel Embiid, Hakeem Olajuwon, players that came from Africa, so they're trying to get the next pipeline to the next Siakam. Yeah, the next Siakam and all of them. So that's what it's more for. So I don't I don't think we're going to see nobody like LeBron down there or something like that. But you're going to probably see here and there players like, oh, all right, they could play in the league. They some uh, rough diamonds. We could work with them. So. Yeah, some OG and it'll be tight. Ex- exactly. Next one. Next one. Raiders are adding a nightclub in the end zone, which will include a DJ lineup, premium bottle service, a 40, 42 TVs, and two DJ booths, except or decline. Miles in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Vegas, so I wouldn't expect anything less from, from them. So, Yeah, but to me, the Raiders are literally like the Cowboys' little brother. They whole lot of flash but don't never turn out to do anything even if they make the playoffs we know it's a one game in the out so they the same way like we're focusing on what y'all gonna have on the end zone how many times y'all gonna get in there like i feel the away team is gonna be having more fun in the end zone with their defense yeah Yeah, yo let me uh dj play this song when i score like mike mayak needs to be fired he needs to be fired. That was such a BS. Was, all their hires have been BS. John Lewis Brown, Riddick would have been better than, than him. Yes, sir. Yeah, Lewis Riddick sure. needs to get a job. He's going to get a chance. Lewis Riddick needs to be in the NFL. He always up that Giants job. It didn't work out. But... Well, we know why y'all ain't do that. Interview yeah, for whatever. Texans, don't too. Don't even do that. <laughs> you was a Cowboys fan. Don't even we do know, that. We, we know why. You see, I, I embrace the Cowboys got a lot of racial issues. I don't know if you've embraced it yet because Odell was out. For a couple of reasons, we know one of them wasn't, you know, color of that skin. I, I'll, I'll admit that that was part of the problem, for sure. Okay, I, I just want to make that. sure. I just want to make sure. And I, you know, I think that was a part of the problem. Lewis Riddick, uh, uh, we going to let him run stuff? Uh, I don't know. Now, the Giants did the nepotism thing because Dave Gavin was already the organization. Oh, of course. Yeah. Tebow, I, Tebow nepotism, Giants nepotism. It, it, it's first of all, it's around the league. It's not just these two. Oh, teams. yeah, of course. Okay, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just was pointing that out. You yeah. know, I wanted you to keep that same energy that you was giving Tebow. 
for your team. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stay on that same train of uh, nepotism too. Yeah. Last flag on the play. I found this one real, real interesting. Black man committed 30 home robberies disguised as a white man, except for the clown. See, see, it worked. <laughs> if he was black, he would have got caught after the really first couple. Bad. That's the smartest thing I've ever heard. That's, that's genius. What's this guy's name? <laughs> Yo, the name too long. I can't even announce uh, oh, it. Rock'em rock Prowl. His name is Rock'em Prowl. Not Rakeem? It might be Rakeem, but it's R O. Rock'em. Rock'em. Rock'em Soccer, baby. It's literally spelled Rock I M. So it's probably Rakeem. Rakeem. You know, you know, for for our listeners that don't know about the black community, we take a regular name and have to spell it stupid weird. Just just let y'all know. We'll we'll take Josh and spell it with three S's and a an H and talk about the H is silent. <laughs> That's it's, our it's Josh. <laughs> no, and Darwell, you straight from Main Street and Orange. There ain't no French to that. <laughs> Try to put an accent on it. It's Josh. That is, no, that guy, Rakeem, Rakeem, he's a he's, he's a genius. How, did he, how long did it take him to get back up? You said how long? 30 robberies. 30? See? In he LA. Licks. In LA. He was hitting licks. He, he had them cops looking for white boys. Yes, hitting licks. <laughs> That's okay. crazy. How, he was bleaching his skin? Is there more no, he had ones? like a um, a whole mask. It was he like a body suit. Body so he, suit. He didn't even go that far. He just body suited up and went outside and was just hitting licks and had dudes thinking, had dudes chasing somebody named Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Tebow. <laughs> Transitioning. We're gonna do the AFC. We're gonna do each division, but we're gonna start with the AFC East and West. The wins. We're gonna do you know um, over and under on wins. Right now, we're gonna start off with Buffalo. The over and under with Buffalo. Vegas is saying ten and a half wins. Are y'all saying under or over? Here we can just reach team in each division. Yeah. So I'm gonna say well, this Buffalo. How many? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Over under. I say over. I agree. I go over. I go that's over. that's safe to say. That that's safe that's bold from a Josh Allen hater. Is it safe? What, 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 what's the schedule? See, I don't know what they're playing. That's fine. I'll say over. But if I look at their, their schedule more closely, we'll see. We'll see. But over, I'll go over. I think they they definitely already got. If you look at their division Wait, in the division, though, I'm not worried. Not the, not the Jets, but you count. <laughs> you the- that's what I was about to say. That's two wins right there. So yeah, two that, they just need nine four. more. They playing twice a year. Those two, bro. They playing twice. The Jets. The Jets, bro. Just the Jets. That's two and the Pats. They're not beating the Pats twice. They're, beating, they're not. Yo, they're not beating the Pats at all. They getting one out of the Pats. Just Maybe. one at home. Maybe yo at so, home. There's a good chance. There's a good chance the Pats spank Tom Brady in Week Four. It's a very good chance that happens, bro. Oh, you know Bill is paying attention because you heard what Tom said, right? And you heard his dad said on the radio today? Nah. His dad said that the Bucks, uh, the Bucks are expecting to go into New, uh, Foxborough and beat them handily. You know Bill is listening to that. that. On, the, on, the, on Boston radio, you know the racist people eating that junk up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Bill heard that, so oh, I got something special for you. You act like I ain't had you in practice every year for right. how long? I got something like special. I feed you. you when you come through. They're going to break their yo. I can't wait for that game. I I will never. I will be rooting for the Pats. I'll be. I have never rooted for a Boston team. I like. I will never have rooted harder for a Boston team than that night. I can't wait. Miami over and under nine wins. I go over. 
I go under. They won't beat the, they won't beat the Giants. I'll go over. I go under. They're not getting they not getting ten wins. Over and under nine wins for Miami Dolphins. You think they're nine? So, oh, so oh, so if you're gonna go under, you don't believe it's the no, only reason why you would say I said over. See, fraud. Don't be the fraud. The only the only reason why you're not you're not going um going over for them is because you don't believe it's in uh, Tua. Nah, I think like I said, that team stacked everywhere else. They have no holes. I'm not a believer in Tua. Oh, okay, bad. It's so shaky. you going over Tua? He has I'm saying he has more touchdowns than Daniel Jones this year. Hey, he was getting benched. Yo, I don't understand what the logic is. So how can you not be a Daniel Jones believer? Because you know, niggas, niggas don't watch Daniel Jones, bro, I swear. That's really what it is. That's really what it is. Because how, how can you be a believer in Tua, Tua but not Daniel Jones? Make it make sense, please, while we're here. <laughs> well, Tua was injured last year, going into last year. So he got a, a little reprieve. Now he's he's, he's been rehabbing. What? Daniel Jones, please. What was wrong with Daniel Jones besides his hands are a little slippery? <laughs> he don't have an injury excuse. Yeah. No, it's not. But but I I gave IQ, you IQ, 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 IQ. Yeah, whatever. I, I gave you solid reasons. You want to do like who's on a problem? I gave I gave you solid reasons why this kid is strong. You're telling me that because of his injury, fine. But when he was throwing the ball, throwing the ball 30 yards into the stands instead of hitting Devontae Parker on a slant, I not only that was a problem. I don't think it's hip. Yeah, you think caps is so much. They were they were really benching dude for Fitzpatrick. He's ass. Hey, 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 put some respect on Fitz Magic name. Nah, bro. You see, yo, this this is you see, this is the problem. Everybody gets some everybody gets this. Daniel Jones gets gets the criticism, but no one else catches that same level of flack. He was getting benched last year. Benched, bro. They was benching him, and now I'm supposed to believe he's gonna be better than the guy who's been in the league for a while and had a 24 Yo, season. These headphones really good, though. You hit a train in the background. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you kept hitting a button and it was playing like a sound effect. A train like, like two miles, miles away. These some good headphones, bro. The train two miles. Shout out away. Amazon. Is this station that close here? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. But anyways, two is still gonna have a better year. I'm, I'm betting. I'll bet on that. His heels no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm betting on it. Then. The weapons the Giants have are actually better. We have a better wide receiver core he's throwing it to. We have a better running back. We have a better offensive line. You got a better running back, but receiving core, I mean. Well, please compare them right now. You got Kenny Galladay. Who's um, better than they have? Is they Kenny Galladay? Who's their A? Darius, what's his name? Slay? Don't do that. You know, um, you know the name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Sterling Shepard. You got him too, but. Tony. Tony who? Oh, yeah, he got to prove himself. He's a rookie. Have you watched the tape? Yeah. I have. He, he's great. He's electric. You watch Adam Morrison tape? No, don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying the tape, the tape be looking good. You got to still do it. As Chris said, you still got to do it once the NFL season starts. He ain't play a game yet. Bro, you could just admit that the Giants are better wide receiver for okay. I'm going to give a chance wow, to be They right. just got Waddle. They have Devontae Parker. You got Preston Williams coming back. Okay. Already right there, that's a better trio than what the Giants have. No, it's not. How isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. I, I would I would go Sterling Shepard as long as he's on the field. I go Sterling Shepard over two of those three guys you name. And what? You, you want to talk about? Okay, you want to talk about uh, someone proving themselves? Tony has to prove himself, but Waddle doesn't. Make it make sense. He not named not. Waddle. Oh, but it's different though. You see, yo. What? I, it's How is that different? It's different though. Okay, I get it. It's All different. the rookies have to prove themselves. Don't but do you that. Name Waddle, In his defense, he 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 didn't say Waddle didn't have to prove himself. But I, I'm the one that said Kidding. Tony has to prove himself because it was a little bit of a reach at 20. No, it was not. It was. The, 
Urban Meyer was practically crying because the Giants took him. He was going to take him next. Yeah, well, Urban Meyer doesn't make good decisions. Facts. Facts. It was a reach. Uh, but, oh, you see? That's cool. That's cool. Clearly. Okay. Clearly, he doesn't make good decisions. He took a running back in the first round when he didn't need to. I, ETN. I, ETN. Yeah. Hey, first of all, if the Packers had had a shot at Tony, they would take him too. He, there's no way Tony's going to fall in the first round. There's no way. Uh, you can't mention the Packers. They don't draft offensive talent in the even, first round. I think they were taking them. Though. I think they were taking for real. For Jordan Love? Huh? For Jordan Love, right? Yeah, <laughs> that whole different conversation. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is John Ross ain't getting no playing time for y'all now. We can have that conversation he now. He's mad John Ross caught four touchdowns last year. Nah, kids are in four. You don't need John Ross. Ross. Like, he's going to stumble. He's going to trip he's in four. break his arm spiking the ball. <laughs> yeah, just watch. That's why. Hey, yo, they got the Patriots at nine wins over and under. Over. Over. They, they're going to win the division. Cam, top 10. The Patriots, the Patriots, win, the Patriots are going to win the division. I'm telling you. The New York Jets are rounded out. They are at six wins. Over. over and under. Over. <laughs> We're going over. I'm going over. What? I, six wins? See, it makes sense for him to go over you. Six wins isn't a lot of wins. No, that's the, the Jets, 17 the, games. The Jets can pull you. Yeah, in 17 six games. Six? Against who? But yeah, pull up, pull up, pull up, nah, that's, that's a good point. Pull up the schedule. That's a good, that's a good point. What the fuck? <laughs> nah, I'm saying that's a good point to pull up the schedule. <laughs> no. I'm not agreeing so with you, you although. No, you didn't consider that before you said yes emphatically into the mic? Bro, because the Jets got – they're a different team than last year's team. Let's stop acting like they're the same team as last year. No, they didn't make moves over games, the offseason. Okay. Nah. Four. Okay. Shit. They're winning four games. They're just winning four For, games. You're crazy. Zach, you know, yo, Zach's going to have a tough time this year. Yo, it's not going to be sweet. Didn't he on Monday say he was in the He'd be flip-flopping. He'd be no, flip-flopping. So he he's saying every quarterback no, this year that's a rookie is going to have a bad season. Every – no, no. Listen. You said he was going to Plus, be, they have line protection for him. Who then? On the left side, with the right. I, I said yeah. I said they, I said they had a great draft. I didn't say nothing about how he's going to play. I definitely didn't say that. You, we were like that. You did say oh, that he was going to be. God. You agreed with Miles that, that he set up for success. He was going to have the the best season out of the quarterbacks because that's what Miles said. The run, the, run the tape back. He's still going to struggle. He's still gonna struggle. What? Because Justin Fields not going to play. Mac Jones not. Mac Jones sure as hell not going to play. Who are we comparing him to? He's going to have the best just by the fact that he played. The, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is going to be throwing to Tim Tebow, so we know what situation crazy, was yeah. there. Now he's doubling down. He's doubling down, but let's see that. Let's see that thing. That uh, schedule. All right, so they hold on. six games isn't a lot in a seventeen game yeah. season. They got Panthers. They four. They got Panthers the first week. Lost. Lost. That's, that's not lost. <laughs> lost. We gonna smack the Panthers first week. We I got pa- we got Patriots next game. Lost. Lost. Broncos the next week. Lost. That's not. Uh yeah. That's that's a toss up. That's a toss up. Exactly. That's a toss up. Tennessee probably a loss. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. They got the Falcons. Lost. Damn, you own. He's like 1 5. Nah, we 2 no, and 3 right now. 2 and 2. 2 and 3. He said Panthers and Broncos. We're not losing to those two. two okay. Teams. I was, I was giving the benefit of the doubt. That's right? 2 and 3. Two we got Patriots after that. Lost. Split. Nah, you got to split with Belichick. No, no, see, crazy? we got Bengals. Not that, not that one though, because y'all at y'all got y'all smacked by the Bengals last year. Don't even try that. Y'all at gonna, home, y'all got y'all smacked. gonna beat the Patriots oh, at home. The old coach, we don't have him no more. Oh my god, no, y'all got smacked crazy. by the Bengals last year. Four games, they might win three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Hold on, who didn't smack us last year? Whose fault was that? Bro, Sam Listen. was in and out. The Pats, Adam Gase was the Pats beat you guys Gase. last year with 
nothing. With nothing. So you, yeah, hold on, let them go so you, you said you they beaten the Bengals, right? Yeah. So they're three. They're three and three you now. You know damn well they're not beating the Bengals. So they're, they're, they're three and three now. Is Joe Burrow gonna be there? It, it, it don't matter if Joe Burrow's gonna be there. Our run game will beat you. No, it won't. No, it won't. All right, All right so that's three and three. We got Colts. Loss. Bills. <laughs> Bills. Bills. Loss. Loss. Dolphins. Loss. The Texans. Texans, that's a win. That, that, that's a win. That, you should win, but they probably lose. <laughs> no. So that's four wins right there. We got the Eagles. Loss. That's, that's, Loss. that's a win. Are you gonna beat? You gonna beat Jalen Hurts? And they then, don't even know if they want to make him their quarterback who's or not. Quarter? Who's gonna guard Devontae? He's gonna go crazy. Win for Eagles. This is we playing zone, so he's gonna fry that. Jo- Yo, okay, go ahead, continue. We got the Saints. Loss. They don't know who they're going to I'm taking Yes, yeah, that's, that's a loss. Nah, they got a great defense, though. That's anti-black. Though. You're saying because James is there. That's anti-black. <laughs> anti-black. <laughs> so we have five, we have five wins. That's not cool. Not Miami. Loss. Both? Yes. No, we're not losing both. So, of course. So, hold on, hold on. You might be being a little optimistic now. I see what you're saying, though. A little? A little. Oh, So, week to week, they're not going to get better. Week to week. I don't, yeah, but I don't think they're going to get better enough to beat the teams that are already going to be them. good. Yeah. Because they're going to get better, too. <laughs> okay. The Jaguars. Uh, you you, you can get away. He's already. He's, he's a. Uh, <laughs> Alabama. No, <laughs> that's, that's one of the four games that they could win. Four games. That's six. Four games. That's six. I don't have to name the rest. Nah, name the rest for entertainment. Uh, The Buccaneers and Buffalo. Lost, lost. They're gonna lose most of their games. Right. Zach Wilson gonna catch it. Yeah, bro. Hey, it's, why are we even counting wins with Jets? It's not about wins. Zach, Zach might have more touchdowns than Daniel Jones. Yeah, whatever. New York Post gonna be talking about savior who? Question mark as a headline. I cannot wait. To <laughs> AFC West Chiefs over under twelve over, wins. Over. Over under 14 wins. Oh, I say they only lose two games this year. If that. You play on Monday night. That should be you, you think the Browns beat them that first game? They're cracking, y'all. Don't, don't, don't bring yeah. that up. Yes. I mean, Johnson's going to compete, bro. I'm, I'm so excited about this season, bro. They can compete, so, but they're not going to. The, not Giants, the Giants have the one guy in the league, the one corner in the league who actually gave Tariq Hill a hard time. Wait, so Jackson, watch the film. What's the, what's the score going to look like if they're going to? Compete. What's your definition of competing? They lose. They lose by no more. If they lose, they're losing by a touchdown, and they could. They could win that game. You and Carl Banks need your own show. <laughs> you and Carl Banks. The Giants could. Me, Carl Banks. Let's do it. I, the, 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 the the Giants could beat the Chiefs in their own. The Giants are a really. They're going to be really good. To watch, bro. Hold up. We on the AFC West. Why are we talking about a real football team? Right? Just check. East, bro. Let's, I know. Let's it's the NFC East. Raiders, eight wins, <laughs> under, over. I'll take over. Under. I'll take over at least break even. Did they pick up a wide receiver in the draft? They shouldn't know. They might have. They shouldn't know. It'd be a stupid pick. Did they, did they get anyone in free agency after losing Aguilar? No. Under. They had rugs. Oh, I'll take the break even. I think John Gruden's a good offensive coach, and they run the ball well. He's Char- a good offensive coach. Chargers, over under nine wins. Over. Under. No, wow. I think Herbert takes in the next week. I think Herbert takes another. I think Herbert takes another leap, but the team ain't ready. So I say under. They're, they're offensively, ready. they're ready. Yeah, offensively, but I'm saying but they could. 
How many yeah, but they got, they got Derwin James solid. coming back from that ACL yeah. injury. Like, they're, they're going to be good. They're not scary, bro. They got good, they got good pass rushers. They got Derwin James, but their corners are weak. They lost, they lost Destin King. They just got uh, Asante Samuel Jr. That's scary. We'll see how that goes. Um, I, I don't know. Keenan, I, Keenan Allen. I, I don't Mike think, Williams. I think break even. The, char- the Chargers are still the Chargers. They haven't won close games. Why are these teams getting they fi- Because they Why? fired Anthony Lynn. Who, that, it wasn't his fault. They, they fired him because he's black. It wasn't because they, the Chargers have lost game, close games there through, from the inception of their creation. They've always lost close games. And they blamed Anthony Lynn for it because it was convenient. That, yo, I, they haven't proven anything. They're, they're under. They don't win close games. Come on. This one, so we, we saying Brandon Steele is going to change the culture in year one. That's what y'all saying right now. No, I'm saying Herbert's going to change the culture. No, I'll go under. Uh, I'll be. I'm, I'm good off. I'm good off. Yeah, let's get track of these, bro. He's better than Brandon Jones. Oh, we're going to keep track of this. I, sure. I, I didn't mean. I, now, I, I didn't know the mic was going to catch for now. Let's for now. For now. For now. Just wait. For now. Wait. Just wait. I gotta take a break. Your ears hurting, right? Broncos. <laughs> Broncos over under seven and a half wins. Under. Under. If they get Aaron Rodgers, it's all gonna change. So I don't know. We know we're talking about them as current state. That's a good we, currently constructed. Yeah, we were talking about just as currently constructed. He said they're gonna win like ten games. So I don't I didn't know. say ten games. I said <laughs> more than year six. Game they play, they win. I said more than year six. <laughs> they win four. We beat the Rams last year. You had over six, right? And that team was garbage. Who? Our team was garbage last year. We we smacked the Rams and we smacked the Browns last year. So. The Rams weren't that good. They were overrated. Rams were overrated last year. Their Jared Goff was horrible last year. He was just bad. They were held back by their quarterback. Don't worry. They what won't was have that problem this year. Then, huh? What was the Browns' excuse? The Browns. What was the Browns lost you guys? Yeah. Hey man, listen. Football is a weird sport. What teams win by exactly? Accident. So you can't. We can't but, even predict predict if six wins is going to happen or not. What did the Jets do to their defense to make it better? Besides Carl Lawson, we got some good picks in the back end of the draft. Back Canada. end of the draft, they may not even make the team. It's uh, they only four games. They only four games. Okay. It's not, about, it's not about wins and losses if you're the Jets fan. It's about how good does my quarterback look. That's it. As long as Zach Wilson looks good and shows promise. That's all you care about. Wins and losses. Big picture, right? Big, Big picture. picture. We're going to be in all our games. No, you're not. Is Danny, <laughs> is Danny Dimes going to be in? Well, of course he is. The, Jet, the Giants are going to be a good football team. We're in this level citizen. Look, Jets fans shouldn't be, shouldn't be worried yeah, about the Giants. Guys are third best. You guys are third best, you are third best huh? in the division right no, now. No, third. Yes. So, how are you? How are you the Giants? Yes. You're out of your mind. <laughs> you're out of, you're yes. out of your mind. And, and the, so, wait. Washington's better? Yeah, we beat them twice. We we had the we what we beat our who, we who was playing quarterback division. at that point? Joe Theismann? I don't know who's playing quarterback <laughs> now. Fitz is ass. Fitz is not ass. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. You were just showering we him with praise. Now you're when? shitting on him. When that's that's Fitz's whole career. Fitz See? is one minute he's great, one minute he sucks. <laughs> he's just due for a bad season. This is Fitzpatrick. See when it was about two. Nobody named Fitz. He's a god. Now that it's about Compared the Giants, to last year, he ass. was. That's how bad Tua was last year. Compared to two, he was. Yo, put some respect on Fitz Magic name though. Thank you. No, <laughs> he's better than Danny Dimes. Oh my god. Yo, right now. The idea. The, I'm just saying the Giants. The Giants won that division handily in terms of matchups. They won four and two in the division. I want to hear about last year. It was oh, like four oh, games under 500. 
Everyone was. Yes. The so division this, was ass. But okay, so the, you know, listen. I hope you guys get better from last year. I hope. I hope. You're 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 claiming the Cowboys are gonna take a big leap. The Washington. Yeah, Dak's gonna play a full season. That if Dak was there, they still would have lost those games. No, they wouldn't. They no, wouldn't no, 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 no. Yes, they, they would have, bro. Their defense so was hard. So the the drop off from Dak to Andy Dalton's not that steep. It is deep. It's a pretty big drop off. I'm not saying it's not, but the defense. If I remember hard. correctly, it was what a game or two out. I think that gets them two more wins. They, they finish at least five hundred. Yeah, they have the same. They in the same position just as y'all. What last year? Yeah, I'm saying if Dak's there, you think I think Dak could get them two more wins. I think I think I don't think they would have won with the week seventeen match against the Giants with Dak. Oh, I, they probably would have lost. I'm saying in general, they would have got two more. more they got two more wins with Dak. Hard. They played Baltimore. They Baltimore at the end of the season. They had a hard schedule too. And they would. They would have beat. I think they would have beat Baltimore with Dak there because really? Dak would have played better than Lamar. I don't know. Lamar would have ran around the field and said hi to Jerry Jones, came back, got a steak sandwich. <laughs> he wasn't passing yards. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this, wait to get to the NFC, bro. They give me hot. Talk about the Giants are the third best team. It's, it's at least universally across the board. I've, I've only ever heard the Giants are second. I've it's heard really second good. or first, actually. Second or first? I've only heard a third? You still got to knock off the Reds, uh, the Washington team. football team. Yeah. We've knocked the, the Giants on them. The Giants, they, we literally always beat Washington. Like, look at the the, the, the the total, like, just overall franchise versus franchise, like, record. The Giants own them. Like, That'll be a fun them. game. Those are, those are going to be some fun games because Danny against those Washington defenses. They, they, they weren't even Jay getting Young to them like that. A Montrose, what? But they yeah. was, last year, they wasn't getting to them like that. We're talking about owning people? I know. He's, he's the one. I was going to say something about right. it. But I was, You're I talking about know. owning people? Shut up. <laughs> Wes, we're gonna go into the other divisions on another episode. I already know how it could get, so we only doing like two divisions at a time. So nah, you see you wanna shut it down. We're gonna the NFC East gonna shut it down. We just talk about NFC East. Nah, NFC East, we're gonna get more time that because look, we was on the AOC East and West and we talked about the Giants, so we're gonna have to get out. <laughs> we're gonna have to have it's rightful time for that one. Transitioning though, we're gonna talk about Russell Westbrook. Shout out to the Brody. Uh, some people on the show has not given him that same respect that they decided to post on IG, that same love. But on the show, they was talking greasy. But he has now the all-time overall <laughs> all-time overall leader for triple doubles at 182. He's probably going to get another two before the season is out. But he beat Oscar Robinson out. Before we even get into the rest of that conversation, uh, what we're transitioning for the topic, I want to know what y'all think of this feat um, that Russell Westbrook has completed. A lot of people, of course, think the triple-double is watered down because of Russ. But if it was that easy, everybody would do it. I know Greg think he'd be stat-patting. We've had our discussions. I don't think he stat-pads. It's not that easy to get a triple-double. I think you have to stat-pad to get a triple-double. If you play, if you hoop for a you know how hard it is to get triple double. You have to present. No, but you got to right look at the teams though. The look at the teams though. Like even with OKC. Easy. No, no, I'm saying look at OKC, right? Stephen Adams would move out the way, let him get the rebound. He would box out, and Russ would get the rebound. So he would, you know, benefit off of that. The assist that's that's light work for Russ. Yeah, that's fine. Easy. As Joker had what last week, 20, he had 20 assists in the first half. Yeah. In the first half. So I think his teammates help aid him of getting course. the rebound aspect. But I don't think it's that easy. I don't think he's stat pat. And his teammates want, want to see him do well. So it's like, hey, 
I'm about to get the rebound. Chris, move out my way for me to get the rebound. That's stat padding. That's the definition. That's not stat padding. His teammates are, hey, you get the rebound. Bro, they they doing the same thing. And you got you to, you got you know what type of shape you got to be in to do that? He's yo, running from the top of the key, getting the rebound. So, yo, Russell Westbrook's legacy is going to be the most interesting thing ever because whatever you think about him, you're probably right. You could say he's you could say he's selfish. You probably be right because if you thought of if you look back to his Thunder days and what happened to KD, yes, he is the reason why KD left. There's revisionist history is not going to fix that. Can you can hear? Y'all can hear me? I'm yeah, making sure you're using your mic. You can hear yeah, me. Uh, but revisionist history is 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 gonna is gonna look turn look, look on this very nicely because if you look back at his career, you're gonna look, you're gonna think about him being the triple double king, and that's fine. He's the greatest competitor in NBA history. That's why I think. I think no one's ever played harder. I never watched anybody who plays harder than Russell Westbrook. So he deserves this feat. Amazing. But no, but the interesting thing about it is that you could say whatever you want about Russ, aside of he doesn't play hard, and probably be right. Russ is the most like imperfect NBA legend. Ever, ever. He's like he, he's inefficient. He took it. He, he takes. Look, this is the first situation. Him being in Washington was a perfect storm. If he was in the Boston Celtics right now, who were playing for something this year before Jalen Brown got hurt, right? You would look at this a lot differently. He would be in high level situations, having to take big shots, and he would probably not pass the ball to Jason Tatum a couple times, and he would be pissed off. Just think about it. But we're gonna show love to Russ. This is an amazing accomplishment. I don't mean to take a to take a dump on the accomplishment for lack of for lack of better term. This man has done an amazing thing. I'm just saying, Chris, that's that it's that Stephen A. stuff right here. Bro. I know it's no, but it's true. He's speaking the facts. It, yo, you could say whatever you wherever side of the fence you stand on or, or with this rust thing, bro. Like you dumping you would, on him. You would be right. You would be right on either side. But you, you said for lack of a better term. <laughs> huh? I said you said for lack of a better term. You said. I don't mean to dunk on Russ. I said dunk, <laughs> dunk, dunk. Oh, yeah. So. Well, Chris probably going to do it like a half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I hey, had us thinking though. <laughs> give me each of y'all. Give me our top three single game performances, um, or single forget single game, just like top three performances in basketball that comes to your mind. Like, obviously, y'all might not say it, but a lot of people say obviously like the hundred point game. That oh, that's got to be up there. I was hearing people say like, "Yo, Russ breaking this record," which nobody thought. Nobody thought like they was talking about. Steve Smith was on the radio a couple years back and was like, "Yeah, you know, he's getting triple doubles, but nobody's gonna be Oscar." Nobody thought Oscar Robinson's record would be broken. So a lot of people are putting this as like the greatest like basketball accomplishment, probably like in the last decade was him breaking that. So. Give me y'all top three, like what comes to y'all mind. Greg, start it off. Is, is single game total six total season season single game total season like the best performances, even his record breaking. Like for me, I'm putting up there for one of mine. Kobe Bryant's eighty one point. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Kobe Bryant's eighty one point game. Like for me, that's up there in my top three. I was gonna say that. I would say that. I would say Clay scoring sixty on three dribbles is also so wild. Um, in, in, or eleven dribbles is wild. Three dribbles it was eleven. Total. That's that's one of the greatest NBA accomplishments ever. Um, so yeah, you already said Kobe eighty one. So uh, that was an easy one. But yeah, those two are, are definitely up there. I got other ones. I got other ones. So I'll let y'all go. I got one from the chamber. I mean, the Clay Thompson. He got like thirty seven in one quarter. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the most impressive I've, yeah. I've seen. Because that's that's almost a forty point game. Some people struggle 
to even get that. I mean, Lonzo Ball's never gotten that in an actual game. My bad. I didn't mean to throw him <laughs> under the bus, but he's never gotten to that point yet. And Clay did it in Ball in the like ten minutes. So that that's impressive. Like the Kobe Bryant, definitely. I mean, will that's that's impressive. You only gonna hear that on tape to see it. Yeah, we. I know. He was I, probably, I think he's playing it. against a lot of Mike Tarikos and. <laughs> <laughs> Will, Will is a crazy athlete, though. He looked insane. He's a seven footer. He looked like he was running a four five. Yeah. Um, that's on the Wasn't he running a four five through women, too, though? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all wow. got to chill, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Will was, was a bad man off the court. <laughs> <laughs> that's a. We got to really look at that 100 point game, too, with a little bit more respect. You know Rumor how hard was, that is? Exactly. Forget. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, I guess. We'll see who he's playing against. It was. People at center at my height, so I ain't worried about that. I'm saying, I'm saying, what's even harder? <laughs> what's even harder is the fact that he said this guy will have sex with like six women. Hey, he had over a before thousand a game, bodies. over a thousand bodies. He would do this before games. This joker had sex with six women and went and dropped a hundred. Now that's something different. That is you in great shape. That's Shout out to Dion. He could do set. Wilt could have did 17s in Taking like 10 seconds. <laughs> Easy. The vitamins Give me some of your um biggest moments, biggest performances. If he don't say one, if he doesn't say the one I have in my head, I'm just gonna say it. So go ahead. Yeah, no, nah, you can go ahead and say it because I'm probably not gonna say it. Yo, <laughs> I, have, I, have two, I have two more. I have the uh the the Russell Westbrook uh 2020 uh, for Nipsey. I think it was 2020, right? I yeah. Nipsey died. Yeah. I have that one, and I have the LeBron game he played in Boston, the 45, 15, and 5. Wow, it's like a regular stat line. That jump is crazy. 45 and 15 is OD. And I don't think it was five. He had more assists than that. Yo, um, is that the same game? Game six in is Boston. That, all right. So Jason I'm thinking Terry about. Game. Okay, so I'm thinking about even one of the bigger games I think for LeBron is when. He got over the hump against the Pistons and he scored something. What is it like? Oh my God. Yes. How can I forget about that? 20, what is it like 20, 25, 25 straight? Straight points and the game winning layup. 25 straight points. I think that has to go down as one of the craziest, greatest, greatest performances. And it was in playoff time, which is on a bigger stage. And wasn't it in Detroit? It was in Detroit with the fans in Detroit. throwing things at him. And, I, and, and that's, that, was, I, that was before the fans started rolling with the, with the, with the narrative that he wasn't clutch. Like they ignored that. That is insane. That, that was game, crazy. 25 straight. But jump that, shot work. It was jump shot too, exactly. Yo, that was a craziest game. Like I had something similar to that, and it wasn't obviously the playoffs. It was um a king of the court. Miles was there. He wasn't, he didn't get none of the work. <laughs> he saw what happened, though. This is at 24 hour fitness when it was open. I was giving Joker's work, King of the Court, like 25 straight. It was light work. Miles knew, though, just to watch. He knew, he knew the vibes. Miles was going to have to jump in. He, he knew the vibes. He left-handed, but that's about it. It's just left hand. For some right. For some right, it's a little bit, little bit it's easier. Over. It's not as strong, but it's not what he's talking about. R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. Yeah, we going to talk about R.J. Barrett last performance. He's twenty. He, he, oh, okay. he, he can have shaky performances. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot he's a kid. I forgot. He's, Is he? Everybody gets the benefit of being a kid. I forgot. Kobe's eighty-one point game. Hey, was wasn't was he all saying he's better than Kuzma? He is better than Kuzma. Oh, he is. I, he is. I still Kuzma, stand by that. What, what did Kuzma do then? What did they play? I still stand to by him? that. To him? What did Kuzma do? 
to him. He heard you. We know you texted him before the game, gave him a little extra motivation because he wasn't going to play like that. I still, it's good. Kuzma was playing great battles. He came back from the end. Kudos to Kuzma. Great job. You did what you were supposed to do. I'm, I'm still taking RJ Barrett. RJ, I'm not. I'm not convinced that RJ's better. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm not. Yo, yo, he looked, yo, you saw him in that game. Yo, I don't know if y'all can play him in the playoffs like that. I'm going to be honest with you guys. So he can't have a bad game, though? He, I don't think you guys can play him. I don't think he, yo, he's not ready for that smoke. I, and they're going to force him to go right. What's he going to do? He does not go right. He has no right hand. None, bro. None. Tell me otherwise, please. He's gone right plenty of times this year. And finish with the left. No. Bro, he's finished with the right so many times. You got a fake right hand. You know how I know? Because I have a fake right hand. I know what it looks like. (laughs) Two lefties talking. We're going to close out and end the show with this. You see a lot of uh, the games are getting crazy. Every game literally matters now for a lot of teams that's, you know, trying to jockey for position. Even the teams that are in the play-in, some of them, especially in the Western Conference, like the Lakers and Warriors might be able to move up, and they might not even be a play-in team. Who do y'all think, starting off in the Western Conference, who is more of a threat to these higher-seeded teams? Who would you put up there? I'm definitely saying if the Lakers stay in a playing game, it's, it's nobody want to see it's nobody want to see that. It's and the Warriors, the Warriors just beat Phoenix, and uh, Phoenix was at full strength, so I don't want to hear none of that smoke. Warriors didn't even have y'all might laugh at it, but he definitely would have helped on some level. Kelly Oubre didn't even play. So they Andrew Wiggins went off for 38. I think, and Steph was Steph wasn't Stephless that game. So playoff time, and you gotta see Steph possibly you gotta beat Steph four times. We've been saying it. I think Warriors and the Lakers, if they are in that seven, even if they aren't in the plan, let's say they're that seventh, they end up being that seventh AC after the plan, right? The Jazz and Phoenix are gonna have a hard behind first round. Lakers see the Jazz or Phoenix, they both they both lose. The Lakers are turning on at the right time, bro. The Lakers are turning on at the right time. They, they, they are winning games by just playing defense alone. They're not even clicking like that. Yo, and TXT's just finding a stride at the right time, too. Like they, yo, the Lakers are gonna run rough shot through the West. They're gonna play a playing game, and they're gonna they're gonna lose a, a grand total. I'm gonna say of Three games the whole way through. Like, I, I think they're going to run. Like, I, people talk about the Clippers. Bro, they're going to be up on the Clippers. The Clippers do not want to see the Lakers. They, yo. they don't, especially if they see them in the first round. Oh, my God. And, and the craziest thing, well, that would be if they got the six, right? Yo, if that, they see them in the first round, you know Steve Ballmer making some changes. Indeed. It's over. Yo, because I watched that game against the Knicks the other day that they won. Uh, the, 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 Knicks, the Knicks one, right? Against the Clippers. The, the only reason why the Knicks won is because Paul George plays like a – I can't. I gotta keep it clean. Paul George, <laughs> yo, he don't go to the basket. He didn't get any easy baskets, bro. He was taking ben straight saying that jump shot. Hey, huh? something, I, something to point out in that game too. Kawhi didn't show up in the Kawhi didn't show up either in that fourth quarter. But the Knicks see, had that on clamps. Now, no, they played good defense. So. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Imagine them seeing the Nick Lakers. Batum getting too many minutes. Imagine them seeing, huh? The Nick Batum getting too many minutes. Imagine them seeing the Lakers first round. That's not why. But that's not why they suck. They suck because their two stars take nights off. And Paul George, even when he's not taking nights off, he does not get easy baskets. He generates no easy points. He does not draw fouls. He doesn't drive to the basket at all, bro. Like, no easy points. He was taking straight jump shots that game. 
It's ridiculous. I've been saying it for months. Y'all remember? I remember the episode where he said this. He yo, said this months ago. If you watch, if you watch them play, he does not get any. Yo, they could have won. The Clippers had no business losing that game. There was no one who could have guarded him on the on the floor that night. They had RJ Barrett on him, and he still was taking jump shots. There was no reason. He was sliding Don't do that. He was Don't sliding do his that. feet. He, he didn't have to slide. His, he had to slide his feet <laughs> because he was only shooting. <laughs> Bro, you got even on the times he tried to drive, he couldn't get past. Him. But go ahead. Don't do that, bro. Don't, go ahead. No, no, don't go ahead. do that, bro. Because you know that a dude, no, no, don't as, good as, as good as Paul George is, if you want to get to the basket, he would have gotten to the basket. It's RJ Barrett. And it's not about RJ Barrett. It's not personal. Uh, Paul George is a damn good basketball player. He's elite. But you know what? He's playing like he's playing. Like, I, I, yo, there's no other word than the word I'm thinking of. And y'all all know what I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah. It's implied. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, my point is, they don't win games. When they don't have their best stuff, but guess who does? The Lakers do. When the Lakers aren't shooting the ball well, they still win because they play the best defense I've seen in the last ten years. I've never seen the better. The, the Lakers, their defense is unbelievable. Yo, unbelievable. And another name to throw out there before we talk about in the East. Another name to throw out there who's seemed like he's been finding his groove and finding you know what his role is. Wes. Andre Drummond, specifically talking about Lakers. Last couple of games, he's actually averaging back to his normal 12, 13 rebounds a game. The first couple of games when he was getting. Four or five rebounds and three fouls in the first I mean, quarter. He, he thought he was we'll still, see what happens. He thought he was still in Cleveland. Once LeBron comes back, but that's what I'm saying. Once LeBron comes back, and then in the playoff time, I think that'll all settle down. LeBron and Vogel will put him in positions to succeed. And Vogel, as Greg alluded, even though I don't agree, playoff time they definitely going to be splitting time between him and Gasol. It's going to be like Vogel did this last year. I'm a player who's actually playing hot right now. I'm gonna just keep it rotating. All I need to have is LeBron and AD. And then y'all role players, who's playing well? KCP, you making shots? All right, you getting 26 minutes tonight. Caruso playing better? All right, you getting 15 minutes tonight. Even when they had my man Quinn Cook. All right, Quinn Cook is going to get eight, nine minutes tonight because he's playing good. Bogle plays with the role players. He switches them off. Who's on fire? And that's the good that's, thing. That's great coaching. The Lakers fans are crazy if they don't think that Gasol's going to win them a playoff game. He is. Gasol's going to win them a playoff game. I wouldn't go that far. What? He won them a game against Denver two weeks ago. They... He won that game against Denver. It wasn't AD. It was no one else. They didn't even have AD, I don't think. He was the reason why they won that game. And it's because of his passing, the ability to set screens. Yo, as a basketball junkie, I love that guy. He's smart as hell. He knows how to play the game the right way. And he hits, he, he knocks on open three. He's going to get him. He's, gonna, he's seven feet tall. He's going to get open threes. Even if you really contest, he's going to get open threes. He's, yo, he's valuable. He's going to help them win a, a game or two in the playoffs. He's that. He's valuable. They never, I said that when you were saying you should have gotten rid of him, I was never saying that. Because he's I a expect. liability on defense. No, no, no. In the right situation, him guarding Jokic is favorable because Jokic slow as hell. Yes, but Jokic how many Jokic's are out there? No, you just got to match up. You only need him to win you a couple games in a series. If it's against the Nuggets and that's the right matchup, then play him there. But you don't have to ever play him again. He, and a, play, and a cha- you know when on road to a championship, every single guy's going to have a role. Wesley Matthews is going to have to do something like he did last night or, or two nights ago where he gets that offensive rebound and puts it in, right? Like that's how you win games. Hey, D-Rose already came out. <laughs> he, already, he owned up to it. He's like, basically, if he box him out, the game's over. When does D-Rose ever, ever box anybody out? That's never been his role. <laughs> and no one's ever asked him to do that. So why did he – he did what he's always done. Yeah, okay? Like, like, that's just what it is. Like, the Lakers, that's what the Lakers are going to win. They do the little things. The Lakers are going to win championship. And I've been saying that forever. The Nets are not beating the Lakers in the seventh series. But we, we're going to get Nets. We're going to get the Nets-Lakers finals. I'm very excited. But can you play Andre Drummond and AD at the same time? Yeah, you can, but not for too long. They're both. 
They're kind best, of like centers. Not for too long. Not for too long. Yeah. You can, though. You can start the game with them, not but then you got to go to AD at the because, five. Yeah. Because they're better with AD at the five. Of course. AD, that's the thing. Like, we saw a little flashes of it. The thing where it works at times is when AD is able to be at the mid post mm-hmm. and they playing and high bid. High, high low. High because, low, high low, high low action. Yeah. Because AD is actually a threat mid range and back. Andre Drummond high low, that's not no. going to work. That's just clogging up space. Unless you get into a floater. No. He was yeah. clogging up space in that next game. But yeah, and they won't do that though. Frank Vogel's too smart. He's a really great, he's a great coach. He's, he's not going to put them in a situation where they're going to clog. He's going to sit there and clog the paint in the playoffs. That's not going to be wide open. They're going to have Braun there. They ain't driving lanes. The best thing you can do is one five pick and roll, high speed and roll, Braun and AD, and let's work. Let's, let's work. Let's just, it's going to be buckets all day. Just watch. And you, we've alluded to this episodes ago, but it's come up back in conversation. I've heard on different talk shows and whatnot, which is very interesting. And I, we put it up as a poll of how defense defensive and rebounding bigs are becoming undervalued for example throw it out there we mentioned it well you, you mentioned it you, you had some choice words for hassan whiteside right <laughs> so hassan whiteside just throwing it out there before he transitioned just throwing this out there last year he averaged 15 points 13 and a half rebounds in three blocks and this man is on a veterans minimum it's how you, it's how you get it though but i'm saying just look at Look at where the landscape of the NBA is. This is in the 90s. That man is getting a max contract. Yeah. Now, if you're a big that does that, but you can't shoot, you, you can't, can't get buckets, you're on a veteran's minimum. No, you can't play. Anybody, if we didn't say it was Hassan Whiteside, you heard, yo, I'm giving you a sensor. 15, 13 boards and three and a half blocks. You're like, heck yeah, I'll take that. That joke was on a veteran's minimum, and he don't even play all the time. Bro, you don't be throwing the he boys. get 10 minutes. It's just not the same, bro. I, I completely agree. I'm yeah. just saying the value of yeah. this is where the, the NBA is going. You need big that's going to be able to stretch the floor. Sure. Stretch the floor. That's and, of course, of course, we yeah. off the court, Hassan Whiteside, they say I got a little attitude problem and all that stuff. Like So that's obviously as you alluded to. It's Hassan Whiteside. So that yeah. – that plays a factor in it too. But Funny enough, I, you're saying all this. I, I actually worry about the Knicks the way they play because of that. That's why I don't think they can win a playoff series. They don't pace in space. Y'all don't pace in space. Like, the, the, it's too clogged. Y'all play. T- Tim's got them playing 90s ball. It's 90s ball. Todd throwing a ball high post, throwing a ball high post. It's constant high post action. You got to have, like, they, they, Randall should be able to play the five. And he's going to piece the floor around. Him. Oh, he's only 6'9, though. He can't play the five, right? They, they, they do it all the time. Brown was playing five in some, in some of these Miami lineups. Like, you got to pay, you got to space the floor and have shooters around it. You guys are having a shooting to win the yeah, that's, series. Yeah, he can't go. I, I think if he would go five and y'all had shooters, that would be scary. Y'all that's don't have enough scary. shooters, though. They don't have enough Your shooters. Your five can push the ball and y'all all running. You're running, yo. And looking at the me. East, the only time that would come into an uh, issue, really, when you see Philly, Joel Embiid. Um, who would they play first round? Because I think Miami's jockeying for position in the four seed. And so the six. right now, right now, right now they would play Milwaukee. Yeah. Who? They would play Milwaukee. Oh, hey, it's not even about that though. That's a great season for the Knicks. And Knicks are serious. I want to wait to come bashing it. I, I have nothing but good things to say about it for real, for real. But do they have the tiebreaker with Miami? No, no. They got us. but we have the tiebreaker with. Yeah. Yo, so they, they need they need to move way, up. They need to move up. I think if they move up oh, to the fifth to the fifth seed, they move up. They're beating Atlanta first round. They are have they, they have a way better chance. Are, are they? I like I like I like Atlanta that's over seven, Milwaukee. That's a seven game series. Seven game series. I'm taking Knicks just because of the way they play defense. Are you? 
Seven game series? Gonna, they're gonna space the hell out of them, bro. It's gonna be they're gonna be fits. Tibbs gonna put that on Clint. I got if the Knicks move up. Bro, then when you can shoot like that and keep packing the paint, it'll do you no good. I got the Knicks moving up. Looking at these playing teams, any of these teams you think are a threat to the higher seeds. I think Boston is curtains, and they was curtains before before yeah, Brown got yeah, hurt. Yeah. They curtains. Hornets just don't look the same. No Hayward. LaMelo Ball is back, but they still don't look the same. You got Scary Terry getting 40 here and there every you other night. You see that, that the LaMelo Ball's back in the number one spot for rookie of the year, Hoyt? As you should. Well, all he had to do is play a couple games. Bro. Yeah, that's like, all he I, I don't all had to do was show up. I to don't me, know. I, think, I don't know. I think, I think if, the, if the, the voters, if they really had any sense, if LaMelo didn't show up for the rest of the, the season, all right. You might be able to finesse and try to put him. Yeah, he's Edwards. playing well again. So he's playing well again. But any of these teams you think are a threat? If any, if any team, I think it would be Washington, just because of the fact that Bradley Beal and and Russ have found ways to get it done with. I mean, Hachimura. Yes, with don't that guys sound like, like a name that. from uh, Tekken or uh, Street Fighter or something like that? <laughs> Hachimura. There's Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah. Is, Rui yeah. Hachimura. <laughs> So I, I agree. Yeah, that's Why, nice. Out of all these teams, Washington is the only team I think is really going to have. I think Charlotte will win the play game. A threat. I think Charlotte's no, going. To, I think it'll be Charlotte and Washington for that seventh and eighth seed. Once the playing is done, it'll be those two, right? And I think out of those two, let's say Charlotte gets that seventh seed. I think they'll get the seventh seed, right? They'll be facing Brooklyn. That's four zero. Washington against Philly. I think Washington will be able to get at least one or two games in that series. Charlotte's getting swept by Brooklyn or Philly. Well, so, to go back to the Lamelo thing, I think the reason why he's actually in the lead now is not just because he played, but because they're just a different team with him. They're just better. They're just better with him on the floor. But um, yeah, I, I agree with twenty percent. Like that, that, that. I don't see if any- Hayward comes back, they might be able to get one game and one in East, and one in East, one one game. Yeah. I can see. I can see one. Let's say they say Brooklyn, right? I can see one game. Kyrie, birthday party, Katie. <laughs> it's the first round. Y'all really don't need to show up. Y'all could really just have James Harden play the first round, and y'all still get through. I would agree. I agree. So I'm, that's my point. Katie might be like, "Oh, my pinky toe. Let's let's nurse it. Take my time. I'm gonna ice it for game four, and something like that." I, I think I think the Nets have a harder road to the finals than Lakers do. Oh heck yeah, of course, yes. I this is why that. I think y'all should have got the number one seed. Y'all got to play at the number two seed. Y'all going to have to see Milwaukee and Philly to get to there. That's fine. I mean, I'm not really worried about that. I'm just saying it's harder. I, 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 I just think I just I think they do. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you agree. Okay. I think they do, though. Well, y'all know the vibes, though. Another great episode, episode 100 live. We'll be doing these once a week. We'll still be having our Zoom episodes. Why? Because I live in the mountains, and it's too far for everybody. So Wait we're going to be for- doing it once a week. Giving y'all this great content, great sound. I know what y'all hear this. Wow, the audio sounds so clear. Oh, yes. I hope they can hear me then. Oh, yeah. Perfectly. I heard you and everything. Now so. you want to do now you want to come up here. <laughs> do you think you can hear me all Bro, time? it sounds ten times better up here than when you were back up. But yeah, you still hear me. Yeah, of course. You're, You're good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> Especially passionate. <laughs> Daniel Jones. Passionate right there. But that's when he leans. They can up. hear you on Route 10. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, but y'all know the vibes. You stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. Bench mob, we out. Peace. Peace. Shout out.